We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Didn't do what Swaggy P do. <laughs> Teammates played great, and we um, came out with the victory, you know? I'm just trying to really get my, my NBA 2K rating up. You know, it's 12.02 right now. If they want to fire me at 12.05, I'll go home and find something to do. I'll have a good day. Welcome to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, sponsored by BetMGM and Monkey Knife Fight. It's Friday, February 5th, 2021. Alex Barutha here with Shannon McEwen, and on the line is Ken K. Train Kreitz. All aboard! You can find this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Rotowire.com, and now YouTube uh, for the video podcast. Uh, so we're going to kick things off right away with the news. Christian Wood yesterday suffered an ankle injury during the win over the Grizzlies. It sounds like he'll be out for a while. Um, He was out due to the same injury, essentially, less than three weeks ago. I think the obvious add is DeMarcus Cousins off of waivers. We barely even need to mention that. Ken, do you think there's anyone else to consider? I mean, maybe David Nawaba, or is this just a situation where the guys like John Wall, Eric Gordon, they just see more more touches? I I have an unknown name for you. Jason Tate. 
Only 5% rostered in leagues. He's averaged 6.8 boards over the last four games, and that's with Wood. Uh, Yahoo, he's a guard. He's been playing forward for the Rockets. Anyway, uh, I think Tate's coming off a 19-7 boards, two assist game last night. Obviously, that's a career high for the 25-year-old rookie. But uh, I'm going to take a flyer on Tate in one of my leagues. I just picked him up in uh, in one of my redraft leagues. Uh, and they've got four games next <laughs> week, so what the heck. Yeah, I agree with Ken. Tate's a good option. Yeah, in deeper leagues, 10 team leagues, probably not deep enough for Tate. Twelve, Some 12 team leagues, maybe. I do own him in one league that we're all in together. Um, you know, he started... He started like 10 of the past 11 games yeah. for the Rockets. He's pretty much locked into the starting lineup even after uh, House returned. Uh, Tate still remained in the starting lineup. Um, without Wood, uh, I'm just going to assume they're going to play pretty undersized. Uh, Tate's not big. He's only 6'4", 6'5", um, but he plays bigger than that. A lot uh, of stocks, too. A lot of stocks. Yeah. Yeah, 1.9 uh, steals and blocks per game over his last 12. And you nailed it, Shannon. Actually, he started 11 of the last 12. And he he can't, you know, he can hit three-pointers. He doesn't doesn't hit a ton, but, you know, he'll get some some steals, some blocks, some threes. Um, decent rebounder for, for a guy who's 6'4", 6'5". Uh, I don't think the numbers are going to be eye-popping, uh, but, you know, it, it locked into the starting lineup and possibly seeing 30 minutes, 32 minutes a game with Wood out, uh, he, he is a deeper option. But but like Alex said as well, Cousins is really the big the big get. And I was going to mention Cousins later on, but he doesn't really meet our criteria for, for waiver wire picks. He is available in about 35% of Yahoo and ESPN leagues. So even if you're in shallower formats, Cousins is worth, worth a pickup while Wood is out. Especially center hungry, center hungry leagues. Hey, uh, Kudos to the Rockets. All this crazy turmoil down in Houston. They're 11 and 10. Let's give it up for rookie head coach Steven Silas. Uh, I got to ask. I, I know we're on the wood injury. And Alex, maybe you've got more info when he's expected back. But do you guys think the Rockets are going to deal Victor Oladipo? It sounds like they there, there's a good chance they will because I don't think ownership there wants to pay the luxury tax. And if he's on a max deal and Christian Woods making the money that he's making and John Wall is there, that's a lot to pay. Um, at the same time, I think they probably should keep him because I don't know what you're doing if your team is John Wall, Christian Wood, and a bunch it's of like, no names. It's a weird timeline, isn't it? Like, what is their timeline? No idea. So I... <laughs> I think they kind of want to trade him, but I don't know if there's a market there that makes sense. And also letting him go for nothing is terrible. Um, we have the All-Star game approaching, March 7th. Shannon, do you think all three Net Stars should be voted in? Uh, it's tough. I, I, I need to know how many games each have played. Um, I think games played should factor into it. I, I, I don't know. It's it's tough. It, the the one on one side, I just want to see the best players, and those are three of the you know 25 best players in the league. So I want to see all three of them there. Um, but I also feel like it should be earned, uh, and I don't know that they will all play enough games, you know, for all three of them to make it. Uh, specifically, Durant and Kyrie. Um, we'll have to see, but. I, I, 
I guess I'm leaning more towards they all three should be in because they're just so damn good. Here's how I feel about the All-Star game. Boo. This is stupid. There's no reason to have this game. Why should the NBA want to place additional pandemic risk on their biggest stars? I agree with LeBron on this. He said, quote, I have zero energy and zero excitement about an All-Star game this year. I don't even, don't even understand why we're having an All-Star game. These guys should be hermetically sealed and not traveling to Atlanta. Every regular, regular season game played this season is a victory. This is total nonsense. Yeah, I agree. Nick and I talked about this Ooh. on the last pod <laughs> where <laughs> essentially like I thought the energy for this game would be really low. And that's kind of what it sounds like. So I don't really know what's going to happen when we see this as like an like the game itself. And like I think the skills challenge is going to happen. I haven't read that much into it, but I feel like it'll be less. Uh, you know, in recent years, it's been good because of the Elam ending and it's it's kind of picked up steam. But I don't know about this year. Speaking of coronavirus concerns, Seth Curry was pulled from Thursday's loss to the uh, not the 76ers, who they lose to the Trailblazers. Blazers uh, with yeah, no Damon Lillard, in, no Lillard, no McCollum. Blazers. Yeah. Um. So he was pulled, and it was called an illness. But from what Coach Doc Rivers said, which was he just looks tired, and he's looked like that for a while, so we just need to be safe. We're in uncharted waters with all this stuff. He said he didn't feel great. That's what we needed to hear. We just have to be very careful right now. And Curry himself said, some days I feel good. Some days I'm sluggish. It's like I got a nap all day. So it's weird. This doesn't sound great for Curry, who had coronavirus. I was out for, he was out for the two weeks, I think. Um, And, you know, we've seen other players deal with this too. Like Mo Bamba, especially, who is having tri- like he couldn't play in the bubble. I think he tried to play in the bubble, and they just like sent him home. Has he had the uh, virus for three years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, some may say Mo Bamba is patient zero. Uh, yeah, I. Th- this is just concerning for for Curry. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, if you have him in fantasy, you just hold him. Like I don't think you do anything drastic, like drop him. Um, but this is a concern for, for anybody. Milton. Would you drop him for Shake Milton, your guy? Um, I would consider it. I, I, I don't know. It's that's, that's kind of like, I feel like that's almost lateral. Like I think by the end of the year, that wouldn't do a ton for you, but this is just something to keep in mind. Like if you have someone in a, you know, that ends up getting coronavirus, they could, even when they come back, it could be slow for them. I would absolutely make that move. Ken, I would drop Curry for milk for shake Milton in a, in a heartbeat. Um, I just, we haven't, even even prior to the illness, Curry was was he was solid. He was good, but I don't think he has really stepped up in the fashion that most expected when he went to Philadelphia. You know, it was kind of assumed that he was going to take over that starting starting role and be able to chuck up a lot of threes. Um, he has, you know, he's he's playing 27 minutes per game. He has started every single game that he's played, but the production just isn't there. He's essentially doing the exact same line that he had last year in three less minutes per game. Um, and even then, even last year in most, most standard 10 and 12 uh, team leagues, he was like a fringe player uh, last season. I just, in, in those normal sized leagues, I just don't think he's worth holding on to. I would, I would cut bait and find someone else. 
Uh, tell us about other guard news, Alex. Yeah, Matthew Delavadova, uh, someone who, it, Ken, we've talked about this before, but someone who always pops up on the injury report, and I have to write about them every single day. Uh, Delavadova. He may actually have to retire. Uh, because Outback of Jesus. No. Yeah, concussion symptoms. Um, he has a history of concussions, and it's been two months since he initially suffered the concussion. The symptoms have reportedly persisted to the point where he's unable to work out. And uh, the report characterizes the possibility of an unwanted retirement is on the table, if not likely. Bummer. You know, if Delhi were to retire now, for Australian players in the NBA, he'd rank fourth in career assists and sixth in career points. Though I had to tweak those rankings. Do you know what star player was technically born in Melbourne, Australia, but I kind of consider American? Kyrie. Ben Simmons. Kyrie. Ben Simmons. Kyrie. Kyrie. Yeah. Because that was in the military, right? I kind of assume that's military. You'd think if uh, he flew from Australia to the States, he'd realize the earth is round. Yeah. <laughs> ben Simmons also born in Australia. Yeah. Both Dan yeah. and I were yeah. right. Simmons is on the list. Oh, yeah. Simmons. Yeah. I guess I consider him Australian. I don't know because he played there. He, I believe he is Australian. Yeah. I mean, yes. he was there for uh, 15 years, right? Sure. I think so. And, you know, pod pod pods, uh, our podcast strength is not knowing uh, the the home where where your players are from, because I, I still remember being called out for dropping the Joel. Joel Embiid is from uh, Cambodia or wherever I said it was. Definitely I think you said uh, Nova Scotia. No, <laughs> I had the right letter. I had the right letter. It was a yeah. C, but yeah. definitely not from Cambodia. No, definitely not. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> now that your season-long fantasy basketball leagues have started, this is a great time to check out our friends at Monkey Knife Fight, the fastest-growing site in daily fantasy. The NHL and NBA are in full swing, and the NFL playoffs are here. The time is now to take advantage of a 100% instant match up to $50 on your first deposit by using our promo code WIRE. That's WIRE, as in Roto Wire. Get it? Get it? That's a free $50 in your Monkey Knife Fight account if you sign up with that promo code. We have huge NBA slates pretty much every night with the way the schedule works out this season, so there's no better time to dive into DFS. Whether you're an experienced player, just a beginner, Monkey Knife Fight is the place to play. Visit monkeyknifefight.com and use our promo code WIRE, that's W-I-R-E, WIRE, today. All right, let's let's move on to the waiver wire. Um, we talked about Demarcus Cousins already, right? He's probably he might be available in your league. Got to check. Got to. If it's shallow, enough, you have to check. You have to check. So, uh, for people available in fifty percent of leagues, I'm cheating a little bit here, but Thad Young, uh, he's rostered in fifty eight percent of Yahoo and fifty four percent of ESPN. Right now, he's returning fifth round value over the past two weeks: twelve points, seven rebounds, six assists, uh, two steals, and sixty percent shooting. The shooting's probably going to come down. I think the assists will probably come down. But we've seen Thad Young be a productive fantasy player before. And as long as Wendell Carver Jr. is out, I think he's going to keep seeing the type of minutes he's been seeing because... Wait a minute, Wendell uh, Carter Jr. is injured? This is shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Marvin Bagley are on, like, the same exact kind of, like, are they good or are they not? They haven't, you know, they play, like, 80 total games. <laughs> right. Um... But yeah, they just don't tr- they they don't have Daniel Gafford play that much center. He plays like 18 minutes a game. 
Laurie Markkinen plays a lot of backup center. So a lot of times opened up for, for Thad Young. And he's, I think he's definitely worth a, he's definitely worth a spot on your roster. Agreed. Uh, Shannon, who do you have? So I've got two guys who are owned in just about 50% of leagues, a little bit less than that on ESPN. Uh, Herter and Zeller. These are two guys who have both been playing well just recently. I'm going to start with Cody Zeller. You know, since he's returned from injury, he had a couple games coming off the bench. But uh, now that he's back in the starting lineup, he's playing as good as I can ever recall Cody Zeller playing, really. Uh, over those five games, like I said, all starts 11 points, 11.4 points, 11 rebounds, three and a half assists, and one block, and no three pointers. But uh, that's 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 the norm. Um, but 11 I'm sho- and 11. I'm shocked, that's I'm shocked Zeller is only 28 because he looks like a 39 year old uh, accountant. You know, like I would trust him with my taxes. Absolutely. It was pretty demoralizing when he dunked on Giannis the other day. It just didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree with you, Shannon. Zeller has looked great. Are you guys worried about PJ Washington with Zeller back and playing well? Mm, no, I'm not. Um, I think PJ's going to be fine. Washington's out right now. Uh, he's missed the past couple games. Um, I, I think it'll be fine. You know, Washington's not a center as much as I was hoping the Hornets would go small and play Washington at the five. He's only six, seven, six, eight tops. So he's just he doesn't have the size really to play the five. Um, But really, you know, if, if you look back at the first few games when they played together in the starting lineup after Zeller's return, return to the starting lineup. Washington was fine. He averaged over about 35 fantasy points uh, in the most three three most recent games he played alongside Zeller. And that's even with his minutes somewhat down. He was st- still putting out productive lines. Yeah, I I enjoy the Hornets doing everything they can to try to make Cody Zeller a floor spacer. Uh, <laughs> shooting over the past three years, he's 24 of 107 from three. So I'm not sure that's going to happen necessarily uh but yeah i'd be more worried about biombo essentially i think washington's pretty locked in uh how about you ken 50 percent of leagues who you have i'm going with exactly at 50 percent available gary trent massive threes if you can take the field goal hit if so he's hit 4.4 threes a game and scored 18.9 points over his last seven games cj mccollum's out until March 10th. Uh, so if you need threes and points, it's not going to help you much elsewhere. But Gary Trent, uh, a, a nice addition. Now, let me jump in here. I, I want to say I agree. Gary Trent's good. Uh, I feel like he is a little bit more temporary just because yeah, I worry streaky. about his. Yeah. I worry about his value. Yeah, I mean, a streaky, obviously. And I do worry about his value once the Blazers are healthy. Uh, but for as long as he's in the starting lineup, he is absolutely worth streaming. And that that kind of goes back to the Seth, Seth Curry um, recommendation from me is you've got guys like Gary Trent available. Stream these guys in. Stream the guys who are in the starting lineup, picking up slack for injured teammates. Put them, Plug them in instead of Curry, and, and you'll be able to find a guy like Gary Trent you know, every couple weeks. 
Alex, remember me toss, you know, when you, you made that trade offer in stake league and I'm like, ah, I need some sweetener. Uh, I'll give you a Trent for Ross. That has completely backfired. I think McCollum was healthy when I did that, but the, uh, yeah. I mean, I think Ross will end up being probably the better player over the course of the whole yes. year. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. So I'll still have to find a solution to that, that once McCollum. Yeah, you can have fun for four weeks here. Now, True. before before we dive into our long shots, I just want to mention Kevin Herter. I kind of sidestepped him earlier. Oh, yeah. Kevin Herter is the other guy I'm recommending. Uh, he is locked into the the Hawks starting lineup. He started 11 games in a row. He, he is averaging 12 points, four rebounds, four assists, 1.4 steals, and 2.3 three-pointers. Uh yeah, efficiency is not the best. 42% from the floor, 75% from the line, um, but solid all-around production. Uh, I think that continues. The Hawks have been, you know, at least for however long Bogdanovich is out, um, that's kind of to be determined still. But, you know, Kevin Herter is definitely another guy who should be owned in more leagues, at least in the short term. Shannon, when Hunter returns for Atlanta, you see that being more of an impact for Reddish than Herter? Absolutely. Yeah. More that I think that impacts Reddish and Collins uh, more than Herder. Herder's really seen a nice bump. Um, like I said, since Bogdanovich has been out, um, there's been a couple games that um, Trey has sat during that 11 game stretch where Herder's had some of his more his bigger games. Um, so I, I think he does hold value uh, even after Hunter returns. A surprise Herder played 34 minutes last night when they said he had some ankle issue. Maybe I, I guess it's not an issue because he played a heck of a lot. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. the minutes the minutes have been there. 36 minutes per game over this 11-game stretch. Led the team last night with 34. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually glad you brought that up, Ken, because a lot of times so the, the way the NBA injury report works now is the NBA wants you to list a player with an injury, even if it's extremely minor and it's like barely even a thing. Um, just for like integrity purposes. And so sometimes like LeBron has been listed with that ankle injury for a month and a half, maybe. Um, so I've been listed with a sore back for two years on the right. NBA injury report. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes when guys have injuries, they're not real injuries. It, I mean, they're real, but they almost have no chance of sitting out. Um, okay. So my long shot of the week, I have DeAnthony Melton. From the Grizzlies, he's rostered in 35% of Yahoo leagues, but only 19% of ESPN leagues. Over the past two weeks, he's returning sixth round value, 14 points, four and a half assists, four rebounds, 2.83s and 2.0 stocks. Uh, This isn't crazy for him. We've seen him do this before. Last year, Melton played a lot of minutes, not a lot, but like 20 minutes a game. And we saw from him that he was one of the best defenders like at in the backcourt. Um, where he averaged um, two and a half steals per 36. And they paid him too. Like over the, over the off season, they gave him uh, a four year, $35 million contract. So the Grizzlies certainly believe in him. Um, and I think, I think he's worth adding. Agreed. Uh, okay. Shannon, yeah, who, agreed. Do you, who do you have? So I have Theo Maladon point rookie point guard. For the OKC Thunder, he French point guard. Uh, he's oh. he's impressed me recently. Uh, he essentially was promoted to the starting lineup uh, after George Hill was ruled out. He started five games now. Uh, over that five game stretch, he 
He's averaged 30 minutes, 11 and a half points, three and a half rebounds, just under three assists, two steals per game, uh, and 2.6 three-pointers. Um, I am of the opinion that he is going to be locked into the starting lineup for the remainder of the season for the Thunder. Uh, they're clearly a rebuilding team. You have a 19-year-old point guard that you selected early in the second round who's showing promise. Um, I think SGA probably works better uh, with a guard like this alongside him rather than uh, uh, Hill or Dort. I, I just like the fit with those guys. I also should be mentioned SGA is currently out. Um, which is fun. Yeah. yeah, he he missed the previous game and he's out tonight as well. So that that bumps up Maladon's uh, immediate value uh, significantly. But I I don't expect gigantic numbers. I just think there's enough upside here. He's gonna hit th- he's gonna hit threes. He's gonna get steals and enough upside and, and and the fact that there's a strong possibility he sticks in the starting lineup long term that he's worth a look, uh, even in twelve team a lot of twelve team leagues. So you think rest of season, Shannon, uh, we see more from Maladon than uh, Diallo, their 22-year-old? I'm very, high, I'm very high on Diallo as well. Um, I like them both rest of season. I think both are going to be better than what they've been to date um, because I think a guy like Dort um, is going to lose minutes to Diallo eventually. Um, but I... I would pick Maladon over Diallo if I have to pick between those two rest of season. All right. All right. Uh, I'll dive into my long shot of the week. I already said it, though. Jason Tate, Houston, managed on only 5% of teams. So, yeah, available in 95% of leagues. 25-year-old rookie from Ohio State has started 11 of Houston's last 12 games. Scored a career-high 19 points with seven boards last night, uh, as well as three stocks. Played 31 minutes. We talked about Wood. Christian Wood could be out for a spell for the Rockets. So I like his potential, especially if you need stocks. So over those 12 games, he's had 1.9 blocks and steals per game, uh, uh, over 28 minutes per contest. In the last four games, he's averaged 6.8 rebounds. So uh, I like the field goal percentage, too. So Jason Tate, take a flyer. He's got four games next week. Yeah, the four-game week is huge. Um yeah, he's he's a solid player. I mean, we saw him like when when Houston had a ton of injuries, like he and he had jumped into the lineup and was playing really well immediately. You know, you knew that that the team liked him, so this is a good sign for sure. Um, do you have a <laughs> in our document, Ken? You have a dull suggestion for us? Yeah, I'm I'm not sure if this will be a weekly regular, but I I seem to be the guy who always takes the extremely dull free agent available, and this week that's Jamichael Green. Of your Denver Nuggets, he's only he's available in 86% of leagues. And while he's a power forward, he's hitting three-pointers. Since January 1, he's averaging 2.1 triples a game, as well as 6.7 rebounds. Got his first start of the season last night with Gary Harris out and Barton moving to shooting guard. Anyway, very dull player. But Jamichael Green is my dull suggestion of the week. He's dull, but Michael Malone hates Michael Porter Jr. So uh, <laughs> maybe he I, should. Porter hasn't been playing well. You know, maybe he's sleepy. Maybe he's not 100% healthy either. Maybe he's got the, the curry. The Rotowire NBA podcast is brought to you by BetMGM. Sports bettors know that magic happens when you turn a hunch into action. 
and apply the right amount of expertise. That is why BetMGM has teamed up with RotoWire to offer new BetMGM customers a free six month RotoWire subscription when you place your first bet. Register on the BetMGM app or website and use promo code ROTO, that's ROTO, R O T O, to claim your free subscription. Once you make your first sports wager, you'll receive a season's length of RotoWire's unmatched sports insights. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks by signing up and placing your first bet today. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Nevada, Tennessee, and West Virginia only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado and Nevada and 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey and West Virginia. In Tennessee, call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Okay, let's move on to DFS. Uh, there, It's a pretty big slate today. It is nine games. I don't see any postponements. Highest okay. over-unders. Uh, Toronto at Brooklyn, 241. Uh, and you probably shouldn't feel terrible about taking the over. Um, not saying I would, but it, there's reason to do it. Uh, and then Washington at Miami is at 2:30 for an over/under, and that's the only other game with an over/under of at least 2:30. Oh, uh, that Wizards defense, baby. Mwah. <laughs> yeah. Um, main injuries: D'Angelo Russell is questionable. Jalen Brown and Colin Sexton are questionable. Towns is still out. Gilgis Alexander's out. Smart's out. Nance is out. Aaron Gordon is out. And there are plenty of other just kind of lesser rotation guys out. Alex, so keep that uh, in mind. we brought up the Wizards defense. I just yeah. have to state, I had a high school buddy of mine had to call me on the phone last night just to vent for 10 minutes about how bad Bertan- Bertans is on, on defense. It was a 10-minute conversation. <laughs> Multiple yeah, examples. He didn't, uh, you know, didn't even bring up the weird finger, but uh, Bertans seems to be the signed his contract fat and happy player of the year. So you don't think he was worth like $60 million is what you're saying. Right. When they could have also traded him when he was hot last year at the deadline. Uh, yeah. No, he is not worth his, I'm looking it up, five year, 80 million. Oh, 80, 80 my bad. Million. He's got nine and a half fingers. Yeah, and he's I don't 28. Know. I don't know. It's not, it, 28. Yeah. It's not like Bertans is like a, it's not like he's a 23 year old. You know what I mean? And you're like, well, maybe, you know, five years down the line. Don't you wish you were in the meeting where they're like, we need to build around Davis Bertans. Get me the checkbook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Latvian laser. <laughs> Shannon, are we going overboard? Are we being too mean to Bertans? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> uh, my friend was demanding they play Matthews instead. That Matthews, oh, has Garrison, some Matthews. Upside. Garrison Matthews at least has some upside and, in his words, can move. <laughs> yeah. Which is a low bar, frankly. But uh, anyway, I'm killing time here. Sorry. Uh, Shannon, let's dive into your first pick because I think you mentioned him already today on the show. Yeah. Theo Maladon, 4,800 on FanDuel. Love it. Um, you know, like we mentioned, SGA is out, uh, George Hill's out, um, 
I he's he's pretty much locked into like 30 minutes, plus minutes. galore yeah. right minutes are going to be there um you know the steals are a nice little bonus on FanDuel he had six steals uh in his most recent start uh you know scoring is going to be up and down but I think with the defensive stats and just the minutes he's a pretty safe play at 4800 yeah, I'm going to piggyback off that. I think Kenrich Williams and Hamadou Diallo are both good plays as well for OKC. Um, Kenrich Williams, Williams is only third. He's, he's only 3,500. Yeah, 3,500. He put up 28 fantasy points last game. The minutes are only around 20, so that's definitely a risk. But he's a great rebounder, so he can always sneak into some points as well. And then not Diallo. Like the Minnesota defense is going to be in lockdown mode. No, no. They've it's already, not. They're done for the year. Yeah. Diallo Diallo has the minutes. He's played 33. He played 33 last game, had three steals, six turnovers as well. So he has way more upside if he can uh, control the ball a little bit better. Uh, Ken, who do you have as a, a value play? I'm going to stick to the uh, the dull theme uh, and go with dull old man Norman Powell for the Raptors. A little high for a value pick at 6,400. He's starting, though, with OG out for the Raptors. Uh, you just mentioned the huge over under was it 241 to 87 something uh, 241 yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway they need buckets to keep up with Brooklyn I, I see Powell having a crazy amount of field goal attempts tonight uh, so uh, uh, yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna run with Norman Powell I also applaud any NBA player named Norman yeah, Norman is Norman Powell is definitely a guy who's going to age into his name because he's only 27 right now. It doesn't that doesn't seem right. I, I can't I can't imagine like a 14 year old named Norman. <laughs> like when he was a kid. He's gotta have a he's gotta have multiple Normans in the family tree. Who's like who at the hospital's like you know it'd be fun to bring into the family. How about a Norman? He looks like a Norman. His middle name is W C. So that's interesting. Um, Shannon, you have one of your, uh, you have Jeremy Grant of your Detroit Pistons. Oh, your yeah, love-hate relationship grows. His salary's gone down. He's at 6,800 now. I mean, this is a guy who was like 8,000 just uh, 10 days ago. Um, I'm confused as to why he's gone down in price so much. Uh, I think he's by far one of the, one of the most obvious uh, discounts on this slate for Friday night. Um, he, you know, he had a couple bad outings, 26 fantasy points, 21 fantasy points against LA and golden state, but then he bounced back and against Utah, he had almost 46 fantasy points. You know, the matchup's not great. Phoenix is good defensively, especially against threes, but Grant went off for 49 fantasy points against them just, uh, three, four weeks ago. You know, Grant Grant is one of the safer fantasy plays of the season. He has 32 or more fantasy points in all but three games this year. Uh, I, you know, there's also a good chance Blake Griffin sits either tonight or tomorrow because uh, the Pistons, I think, yeah, the Pistons have back-to-back uh, games. So it's, Over it's to be determined. Over 17 shot attempts. He's got to lead the Pistons in shot attempts by a yes. large margin, right? I mean, yes, he does. 17 he does. plus per. The, I mean, the volume is going to be there. the usage. The volume is going to be there. The minutes are going to be there. The only the only risk that he really there really is with Grant to me is the blowout potential because um, this is a team that is going to get blown out on a pretty regular basis. But sixty eight hundred, I, I have to plug him into my lineup at that price. 
Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think, yeah, I don't know why his price is so low. Um, I like, uh, I lost it, but Nick Vucevic um, yes. going against Chicago. Yeah, again, we I kind of touched on they don't really have a, a real center situation like right now. Like I like Daniel Gafford, but he's not going to stop Vucevic. Uh, and then I also like um, Gorgon Hayward going up against the Utah Jazz, just kind of a former team thing. Objectively, it's not a great matchup for him, but they also don't have like elite wing defenders. Uh, so I think he can. I, I He's a fine play. Um, he why, could were go. At, why were at center? My toss up value was either Powell or Al Horford at only 6,300 going against Minnesota without Carl Anthony Towns. Nas Reed, I just, I mean, I'm not saying Horford's an all-star or anything, but lots of shots, no SGA in that game, uh, terrible defense by the T-Wolves. Horford slowly turning it around after that long absence. Remember, the absence was for personal reasons, the birth of, I think, their son, maybe a daughter, not sure, but a baby. So it's not like he's hurt or anything. He is old, though. Yeah, uh, only <laughs> 6,300. So that's actually yeah. a pretty good deal. Um, okay, uh, who else do you have, Ken? Uh, I'm tempted. I might regret this, but take a take a gamble on Chris Boucher, 4,700. I know he hasn't been great lady, lately, but how is there a role for Aaron Baines tonight against the Nets? I mean, how many points? Raptors going to have to put up 13. Uh, 130 points or so to have a chance against the Nets tonight. They need every weapon they can. Uh, I don't see, you know, especially with Jeff Green getting a lot of minutes at center, it seems like an ideal opportunity for the Raptors to get Boucher back to his hot ways. Yeah, Boucher's kind of played himself out of the most improved player discussion like yeah. entirely, which is crazy. Um, yeah. I don't see I, Baines I, switching on Durant. I don't see that going well. No, I think I think actually I think that's a good call. Forty seven hundred, you put him in there, it's not going to destroy your lineup if he has a bad game. Right. And for Boucher, a bad game is still like twelve to nineteen fantasy points. So you're getting something from him. Um Okay. Uh I got a question. Another- I've got a question for you guys for this. Yeah. I'm with you, Alex, on Vucevic. I've got him. He and Grant were two of the pillars of my lineup that I, that I'm constructing for tonight on FanDuel. Um but who else? Can we go with on Orlando to take advantage of the absence of Markel Fultz, the absence of Aaron Gordon? Like who who else? You've got the you've got this team with a great matchup against Chicago Bulls. Um, but I am having a hard time picking a second player from the Magic. You don't like Fournier at sixty you don't like Fournier at sixty seven hundred? If he were a thousand dollars cheaper, I would like him. <laughs> Yeah, man. Fournier, I, I mean, Fournier should be the guy. Um, I mean, he has upside for 40, but at 7,000 or close to 7,000, upside at 40 isn't like crazy as kind of expected. Um, and I mean, we know the backcourt defense of Chicago is bad. So Cole Anthony's an option, but he has struggled to get past 25 fantasy points on a regular basis. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you can always take a flyer on Terrence Ross. Uh, but again, he hasn't been particularly hot either. Yep. Yeah. I've taken, I've taken that flyer on Ross multiple times, uh, (laughs) in the past week or so, and I'm not feeling it. And then, you know, even at the, at the four spot, you know, with, with Aaron Gordon out, you know, they're starting Gary Clark, or at least he started the most recent game. Uh, he had a, 
an explosive 13.5 fantasy points uh, in that outing in 25 minutes. Uh, Which probably surpassed Bacon, so that they were like, ah, oh, what the heck? Yeah, put, I, in, put in Clark. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever tried to say this guy's name, but uh, Chumo Kiki, is that? Ah, uh, the, the rookie. The, the rookie. So, sort so of he, rookie, because they stashed him and injury and... I don't know, but yeah, he, he is at, uh, he played 18 minutes in that game. Um, I kind of assume though, he's not a hundred percent health. Like, I think it's a gradual play. Uh, yes, yes. I, I don't see them throwing 30 at him anytime soon. Well, I think the most obvious option when you're looking at their front court, Birch is the guy that you see plugged into a lot of DFS lineups and he's been sneaky productive this year. You know, he, he's been getting a pretty solid uh, 22, 23 minutes per game, seven and six. Um, has a lot of nights where he scores 20 to 25 fantasy points. But oddly enough, the games that Gordon has missed, Birch has basically laid, just laid an egg um, three times with Gordon out already this year. And it worries me. Like, I don't think he's the option. They actually play him less when Gordon's out. It's like Birch, Birch and Vooch just do not mesh well as as a front court pairing. So I I am struggling to come up with another option from that Orlando game. But I do think all of these options that we we just listed are at least worth consideration given the matchup. I also have a I, so we can't find a magic, but I also have a question for you guys. I was kind of high on Butler, but he's at eighty five hundred. Uh. We like, but mostly just because he's playing Washington. And I know my friend's going to call me again when he drains a three in front of Bertans, who's slow on a switch. But we like Jeremy Grant at 6,800 better, I presume. Uh, I do. I like Grant better. I like Hayward better. I like Middleton better. Like, give me those cheaper options uh, over over Butler. I think think if you're. Doing a GPP and Jimmy Butler's your most expensive guy, I think that's fine. Because we we know he can go for like 55 to 60 fantasy points. So if you throw him in as your top guy and then build around that, you know, with some like bunch of mid-tier plays, I actually think that would work out pretty well. So I think I think that's a, a good call, Ken. Um yeah, because if you if you throw him in your lineup, you know, then you have room for guys like yeah, I mean, you have a ton of room for guys like Diallo and Jeremy Grant, and you can probably still fit in um, someone like maybe even, you know, Tatum, or not Tatum. Tatum's I've got room for Levine, 8,900. Yeah, yeah. Orlando's backcourt defense stinks as well, so I don't know. Um, okay, is there anybody else, you guys, that uh, anyone else catching your mind, or should we move on? I think we move oh. on. All right. Um, Ken, your old man rant. Yeah. You know what burns my britches? Major League Baseball. They've had all offseason to work out a new collective bargaining agreement for 2022 and beyond, but haven't made any progress whatsoever. We don't even know yet if the National League will have a DH or not this year. The NBA, NHL, and NFL all have their act together. Yet baseball owners and players continue to whine like school children. In July, middle of the pandemic, dam- pandemic, the NHL added a four-year extension to their CBA. The NBA is set through 2024. Last February, the NFL worked out a 10-year agreement. 10 years! 
Yet baseball owners and players seem to think it's 1950 and MLB is still number one. Well, let me tell you, it ain't. Per a Gallup poll dating back to 1937, baseball has been on a downward trend since 1948 per the simple question, what is your favorite sport to watch? Baseball, basketball passed baseball in 2017. I don't want to hear billionaires fight with millionaires. Get your act together, baseball. Sign a deal and speed up your woefully slow game. Eh. I, I think because old people generally like baseball, but I, I wanted to vent. I, I can't remember the full time. The last time I watched a full baseball game that I wasn't at like, I'll, you know, yeah, like yeah. sat down and watched a whole game. There's a fantastic yeah. Simpsons clip where Homer promises Marge he'll give up beer for a month and he goes to a baseball game and he's the and they pan back and the entire section is drinking beer, but Homer and they're all drinking in unison. And then they have the fake Vin Scully voice go and the pitcher goes to the rosin bag and he goes to it again. <laughs> and he's like, and Homer just goes, I never realized how boring this game was. <laughs> <sighs> I love baseball. I'm super excited to watch my Tigers play, see a lineup of Nico Goodrum, <laughs> you know, 78-year-old Miguel Cabrera. Uh, who turns it around Robbie, quicker? Robbie Grossman, Jacoby Jones, Victor Reyes. really signed Reyes. Robbie Grossman. Oh, who, t- who turns it around sooner, Pistons or Tigers, Shannon? Tigers. Tigers have uh, – <laughs> sorry, sorry, listeners – Tigers' top five <laughs> prospects are as good as any other team's top five prospects. They don't have good prospect depth, but their top five prospects are all super legit. All right. um, okay, thank you, everybody, for <laughs> joining us on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast presented by <laughs> BetMGM and Monkey Knife Fight. Ken, take us out of here. Oh, boy, I forgot to pick a quote out. Uh just, Let's you know, go with Anthony Davis Sr. on why he doesn't want his son to be traded to the Celtics. This is obviously when Anthony Davis Jr. was still with the Pelicans. Boston, I would never want my son to play for Boston after what they done to Isaiah Thomas. No loyalty. Guy gives his heart and soul and they traded him. Anyone can print that. Attention! Uh, i got to scroll up. Attention! <laughs> Passengers! This three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. 
My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. 